This part of the world has one of the highest youth unemployment rates in Australia. More than one in five young'uns can't land a job here. And that's not just teenagers who can't be bothered. It also includes freshly graduated university students who just can't get a job in their chosen field. Underemployment of university graduates is a growing problem in Australia, but why? Someone who has some ideas on this is Australian skills expert Nick Wyman, and he joins us now on ABC Far North. Good afternoon, Nick. Hey, how are you going? Good, thank you. So we'll start with uh, a little bit about you, actually, for, for our listeners that may not know uh, who you are and, and where you've come from. You started life as a chef, is that right? Absolutely. So I uh, followed the path of an apprenticeship, and uh, and for me, that was the right thing to do at the time. And, and I ended up going to, to university and actually ended up at uh, an American um, business school. But, it, you know, for me, the, the message is very much, um, you know, people have kind of got to follow their, follow their passion and follow their dream. So straight out of high school, straight into university is no longer the recipe for success. Well, that is often the path that most people are taking. Most young'uns are taking. It's the path we encourage our kids to take in many aspects, many regards. Well, well I think we've kind of got to relook at that. And whether it's parents or whether it's, uh, you know, people who are listening who've either, you know, gone to university and it wasn't for them or they've finished university and, uh, and they're working uh, part-time or not working at all, I, I think um, you know, there's a real opportunity to kind of reload and say, well, where are the jobs? And, um, you know, particularly in your part of the world, I think, you know, technology, there's a lot of opportunities for people to get involved in this, you know, age of globalisation and technological change. Um, a lot of people are working uh, remotely and from home, so maybe your employer might not be across the road. Obviously, you can't be a doctor or a dentist without exhaustive university studies, but in your opinion, are there some other fields that you believe a university degree is less relevant to employers than it used to be? Oh, absolutely. I mean... This whole idea that uh, some universities, after they chased international students, decided that the next best path was to lower the entrance scores. So people are getting into university to say, I'm going to university, but is it going to take them to a job? No. There's a lot of occupations that in the UK and uh, in the US, um, you know, for instance, um, nursing and some medical technology um, pathways that are, that are probably best uh, learnt on the job. And even if you look at, say, a surgeon, um, yes, there is definitely university involved there, but it's really this idea of learning by doing. And so I think um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with going to uni, but I think you've really got to be focused and say, well, where's it going to take me? And if it's towards a job, you've got to know there's a job when you graduate. Yeah, and that can often be the hardest part. Kids have done three, four, five years study, and not just kids, adults as well, have done so much study. They get out of university expecting there to be a job they go to the you know they apply for all the jobs they've got the degree on the resume but something isn't quite matching up there what's your ideas about why employers aren't that impressed in some in some fields aren't that impressed by a degree anymore well i think um, employers hiring habits are changing um, there's a lot of companies out there google and a large publisher um, in the uk penguin random house um, have come out and said well you know, if you've got a uni degree, that's fine, come and apply. But if you don't have a uni degree, come and also apply. So I think uh, definitely employers' hiring practices are changing. And the second thing is that employers are really looking for people who've got what I call real-world skills. 
And you can only get that by, um, you know, working in a workplace and working with others and working with groups. So if you don't have those skills, um, you need to go out and, and find some. Um, nothing like work experience, um, even a gap year. A lot of parents uh, say nasty things about me when I say, you know, their son or daughter's been at school a long time. If you're leaving high school, maybe a gap year is for you. If you don't want to get into an apprenticeship, um, maybe gap year. Go and see some of the world. And if you're going to work part-time, go and get a job that's uh, relevant to your area of interest. If you're interested in IT, don't go and get a job behind a bar. What are the real-world skills that you think are lacking in kids coming through schooling? Well, I think it's really this idea of, um, you know, working in groups, working in a 24-hour cycle um, and really being able to um, think on your feet and also adapt to change. I mean, a lot of industries like IT, by the time people have finished some IT qualifications, the industry has actually changed. So I think that it's, you know, it's pretty difficult to say, well, in five years, time these are going to be the leading jobs but it's really about developing a set of skills which are going to be transferable from job to job um, and throughout your working life and it's never looked too late to start that I should say and um, in, in the book I talk a lot about you know people mid-career changes they might be working in an industry that uh, no longer exists or is being downsized so there are ways that people can uh, you know brush up and reboot on their skills. On ABC Far North, you're hearing from Nick Wyman. He is an author. He's also a skills expert. He's the CEO of Skilling Australian Foundation or the Skilling Australia Foundation. And Nick Wyman, we're talking about uh, here some of your ideas about why you think there is such an underemployment of university graduates, but also you believe that uh, the high schooling and, and the schooling in general in, in the world might need to change a little bit. It seems like that is actually starting to happen in America and potentially it's going to be trialled here, a new way of um, educating students that might want to be getting into some of the jobs of the future that you, you've been discussing. Yeah, well, so um, back in 2011 in uh, Brooklyn, actually, a school model started called P-Tech or Pathways in Technology. And uh, IBM uh, company got together with the City University of New York and said, we really want to work with a school in partnership um, and bring together in a coordinated way um, all the elements that people are going to need to work for that particular organisation. And uh, um, some years on, uh, four years on, um, we've now seen there's uh, 40 schools and 100 employers involved. And so last year, the Australian government uh, set about a pilot of the uh, P-TECH program in two Australian schools. And so far uh, this year, 100 students have enrolled. So it's a different type of curriculum. It's very much focused around, um, you know, really, I suppose, tying together the idea of work and school together in a program. And that suits a lot of people. You say that the school-to-work transition is broken. Do you think that that is going about fixing it? Well, look, absolutely. I think that if we, you know, it really gets down to a philosophical argument about what is the purpose of school? Is it uh, to give people this well-rounded education or are we really trying to get people into the world of work? And I think for far too long, I think educators have been doing one thing and then employers have been saying, well, the people leaving the education systems don't have these um, practical real-world workplace skills. So um, what, what this program uh, really is and, and at its core and uh, an idea is, uh, you know, really forward-thinking when they were designing the program is they said, well, what is it that we can do to actually get students to be engaged but also to develop these well-rounded skills? So um, it's the same Australian curriculum. 
but it's being taught in a different way that's really engaging. And for me, you know, I, I really struggled through parts of high school because, um, you know, a classroom with a talking head just wasn't for me. I really wanted to, you know, immerse myself in the real world. And by the age of uh, 16 or 17, that just wasn't available. And so, you know, had a school like P-Tech been available, maybe I would have gone down the technology path. But as you said earlier, I got into the world of uh, chefing. You also went back to university, obviously, to get the, the qualifications necessary to become a, a CEO. So uh, does university still play a part in, in people's lives, in your view, um, potentially a bit further down the track than straight out of school? Well, look, absolutely. And it's this idea I talk about, the, the right education at the right time. And for me, um, I, I wouldn't say that, um, you know, going to university got me a job as a CEO. I suppose it's it's really that um, I went off and, and did some um, executive education that, um, for me, uh, in my 30s, you know, felt right and I felt I could really contribute. And the idea of having some business skills really sort of, you know, took me down the playing field. Whereas if I was straight out of school, um, honestly, it would have been wasted on me. And I, I think that, you know, the, the message out there is, is to parents. I mean, <laughs> don't sweat it. You know, I think that sometimes it can be far worse. Um, parents who push their son or daughter down a path, any path, be it university or be an apprenticeship. I mean, you've got to be passionate about what you do. And and I really think it's, it's important to encourage people, um, you know, to follow their passion and, and do what they want to do, and they're going to excel in that. Do you think we will see more Australian schools adopting that new strategy that was developed in America? Well, look, I, I think that there's a lot to be said for the model, and I was with um, uh, some students earlier in the week, and I think just understanding... Um, how the world is changing and the types of jobs that are going to be available. Like, there's a real focus, I think, coming on Australia with in, with emerging population, particularly in medical, um, medical technology, cyber security. There's all these new uh, pathways that are becoming available. So I think for students to be able to connect directly with employers and understand what the opportunities are, I think that's going to place us uh, in, a, in a good spot as a, as a country and as an economy. Nick Wyman, thanks for sharing your views with us this afternoon. Great talking to you. Have a good afternoon. Absolute pleasure. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Cheers. Nick Wyman with us on ABC Far North. He is the CEO of the Skilling Australia Foundation.